0: What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Soul Cipher, your go-to podcast delving into the mind, body, soul, and spirit of your favorite hip-hop, and R&B tracks, artists, and albums. I'm your host, Tatiana Hernandez Mitchell, and I really, really want to let y'all know. Never imagined you would be afraid. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> Let's get into today's song, Can't Believe, Faith Evans, featuring Carl Thomas. You know, this song has a very special connection to me. Like, I grew up with a faith stan, my mom. um, Both my parents, but really, my mom loves Faith. Um, And my grandma, Nima... She actually used to babysit Carl Thomas's kids, and as well. Like, my mom was sitting on the porch one day of the house, and I, I don't remember if he was coming in or out, but Carl Thomas is right down the steps, and my mom is like, like, that's deadass Carl Thomas. So I remember always hearing that story as a kid, um, and I just fell in love with uh, both of their music, And so that really inspired today's episode. Um, This is real personal. So we're going to be chatting today, all right? (laughs) But y'all already know, this song, Can't Believe, um, is by Faith Evans and Carl Thomas. And Faith Evans is a black singer, songwriter, music producer, and actress. She's originally from Lakeland, Florida, but was raised in New Jersey. And I'm so here for all these people that... You'll see in the series that are from NJ. I didn't even know that all these people were from there. So shout out, shout out. Um, but yeah, I mean, in 1991, she moved to Los Angeles, where she was singing backup for Albie Sure and Christopher Williams and, and a couple other acts. Um, and she ended up becoming the first female artist to contract with Bad Boy Entertainment, Diddy's recording company, in '94. But everyone knows her for her marriage to Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls. Carl Thomas, on the other hand, he's a black R&B singer born in Aurora, Illinois. He ended up getting signed by Diddy in 97, so both of them made this connection through Diddy. um, And he made his stunt on the scene with his single I Wish in 1999. I Wish topped the R&B charts for six consecutive weeks, and that really made people's heads turn So in 2000, he released his debut album, Emotional, again, which is one of my parents' faves. Um, And this album really communicates a lot of the spiritual breakdowns that we're going to get to. And I really cannot wait, because even at such a young age, I was already being introduced to this and feeling this, but had no words to describe the phenomenons that go on in this musical piece so this track can't believe is under faith's 2001 album faithfully and can't believe is like it's really sad girl sad boy like my Scorpio Moon and Pisces Rising is living for this track um like Carl and faith are like damn I can't believe. We're here in this situation, we're done and I'm emotional about it right now and I think that this song is just like the grounds to release all that hurt, all that sad, like damn it's done, the other person messed up the relationship and each one of the people right, Faith and Carl are like you messed up and the other one's like you messed up. So it's really like this idea of one side, one side and the truth. Um, and I really appreciated the way they fused that together in this song. reason to believe that we were always meant to be, but now I see Listen. you were wrong. So what I really want to do in this episode is a little different because the intro is shorter. But that's because I wanted to open up the space for the breakdown to be a little bit more extensive and i have three main points but i really feel like it'll be something to dissect across a lot of ways so number one knowing when the cycle ends i think this is something that i struggle with a lot and even people in general right like we assume that i think for the most part that things now And the people now are going to stay in our life till the end. You know what I'm saying? Or it'll just change a little bit. And sometimes you get into situations and you get into relationships and it's not meant for it to be forever. It's meant to be the three days you met the person or it's meant to be those five years that they were your best friend or your homie or your man's or your woman's or your partner, whoever. And one of the most, I think, crucial parts of sticking up for yourself, you know, like the name of this episode today, Stepping Into Your Worth, is really knowing, like, how much can you take when it's not serving you anymore, and knowing when a cycle is ending or rearing out, or it's showing itself the opportunity for you to bounce, like, personally, For the year of 2021, and even 2020, I had to cut off a lot of people. And I had to know when the cycle was ending. When was it to this point that I wasn't being respected? When was it to this point that I was being taken advantage of, my energy? When was it to this point where someone is not really invested in me and just want what they can get out of the situation? You know what I'm saying? And in this song... You know, Carl Thomas and Faith are like, damn, this hurts, this sucks, but you messed up. And so I value me more and I'm leaving. And, you know, that's viewed as, I feel like, something very... I don't feel like it's given enough credit, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, for someone to walk away from something that hurt them, you know, where they have a lot of love for someone... Regardless of the stage of love, it could be platonic, romantic, you know, a work, relationship, whatever the love is, it's really about being able to kind of put the emotions aside and think from a logic standpoint like... You can just feel the tides of when a relationship is done. And so this song speaks to that and speaks to the emotional process of going through that. And it's very empowering, you know. I think we think of a lot of these R&B songs like, damn, they're just sad, you know, and they're just singing. But there's a lot of facts to this. And I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons from music, which is why I want to talk about, you know, these basic songs, you know, that there are so many songs like this that talk about going through emotional shit and, you know stepping into your worth and leaving behind something that wasn't meant for you, but it's just the way the 90s has constructed all of their music and even the early 80s, you know what I'm saying? Um, because it's on that cusp for a lot of the songs here, too. Um, but how they do this, I just it's a certain flair, it's not about the 90s, man. Um, and 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 that's where I'm at, but <laughs> knowing when the cycle ends, very important skill, um, and I think it's important to also know how love plays into this and I I really suggest everyone reads All About Love by Bell Hooks because that book really transformed my whole entire understanding of love and I realized what I thought was love was dead ass not um that like shook my whole foundation (laughs) and I really really think that when you start to critically analyze love and you start to see what role it plays in songs like these and just in our society, it sets you up to really understand what relationships in your life are constituted of love and what are not, you know? Like, music is a chance for folks to relate because they feel, they understand. So if you listen to the song and you feel like you're resonating a little too close, you know, it's hitting a little too hard... might want to see what's up with that because at the end of the day that's an opportunity for you spiritually to evolve number two tower moment okay I love talking in tarot cards (laughs) like I'll be like listen I'm having a whole tower moment right now or you know this healing right now this is the ace of cups you know stupid things like that um but it's it's something that I really enjoy, like I'm a tarot head, an oracle card head, like I collect and use a lot of them, I have my own business, so I do readings on folks, um, I do readings on myself, and tower is another form of communication, right, just like songs are, you know, it's another form of storytelling, in my opinion. And so, with this, with this, this second insight of the tower moment, first we have to talk about, tarot and and its structure a bit so essentially tarot was started in the 15th century in europe uh, i believe in italy and it was more of like a playing card game and over the years it ended up becoming something of divination which is basically a tool used for spiritual insight and um Tarot spreads you know have negative connotations to them like oh this is devil shit and da 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 no I've posted about this on my own business Instagram about like the misconceptions of um, tarot and tarot 101 so that's at Venus Vision Co please check that out <laughs> um, a slight plug but you know it's important to understand where these origins come from so you can understand how this wraps into the song so there's 78 cards in the tarot And 22 of them are Major Arcana, which is where the Tower card is under. And then there's 56 Minor Arcana. Essentially, the Major Arcana are symbolic of these huge events in your life. And the Minor Arcana are kind of like the day-to-day, daily, short-term type of events that span out throughout your life. So... The tarot really is a system of figuring out what moments at the current energy state you're at are going to be real impactful for you. Or if it's more of a daily um, insight or issue or phenomenon that's happening at the time. That may not be the best um explaining of this but just so y'all know i just chat on these podcasts from my mind so bear with me um but essentially you know this 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 tower moment in the tarot this tower card is symbolic of you know Reworking foundations, you know, divine intervention to reshape the foundations that were weak, that were not solid enough for you to continue going, that's not serving you anymore. And, you know, a lightning bolt is depicted on there that, of all places, hits that tower. And it crumbles, and you know, some some cards have people falling out, and, and there's dark clouds everywhere, and it looks really scary. Like, deadass, when you're going through a tower moment, it's scary as hell. Um, and it feels like you have no solid footing or grounding, and I feel like this specific song displays this and conveys this idea beautifully it's like beautiful chaos you know talking about never thinking that you were gonna do me this way now i'm sitting here with all this grief and all this pain and you know what this feels like if you've ever been heartbroken like and you're just sitting with the pain and you can't even do nothing about it you just sit and you go about your days till one day and months later maybe a year maybe even more than that who knows you finally feel that relief but this is a representation of of when everything falls apart for something better to come along. At the end of the day, in the moment, you're never going to think that this tower moment, this huge impact, this breaking up, this, this deception, this betrayal that happened in a relationship is good for you. You're like, this is bullshit. Why would this happen to me? And I think the key in this is also to look at things like, a wise, wise, wise person told me this. Her name is Jackie. Um, that's my girl. She is the trap goddess, three S's, um, on Instagram. She reads for folk. She does energy Reiki healing. Like she does everything. She is the plug when I tell you. Um, and she told me that you have to look at things like they are happening for me, not to me. And I really had to sit there like, it's always those messages that hit. That you hear them, but when it's from somebody else that you really bangs with, and you're like, "Yo, you're you're really a homie. You're I love you." Like that's when you're like, "All right, well, you're right." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So think of these moments that happen, and sometimes they hurt even harder when they're in love. You know, when they're in a relationship with a good friend that you you end up falling out with, or with this um, that significant other, if it's a family member, you know. It's all happening for you to evolve spiritually. And can't believe just reflects that emotional piece to it. You know, that feeling and sitting in the BS and coming out of that is is, really powerful. When you sit there and you listen to what's being said and the emotion, you know. Last but not least, number three, connecting with the heart space and the sacral chakra. Now... I know that with New Age spirituality, the energy centers of the body can be labeled so many different things. I'm going to tell you right now, I am not the full knower of all with this. Um, However, from insight from a friend um, in Hinduism... These energy centers aren't looked at the same way how we do here in terms of Western philosophies. You know, this these seven main energy points. When there's so many more, and also it's not about, for example, I've heard that it's not about you know clearing these. It's about working on them and working on them. And some believe that they just end up going away, you know, and then you just have these um, these points that you've. Kind of healed and um, activated. So, you know, everyone has different philosophies on this. However, for the sake of this argument, um, I'm just talking about connecting with the heart space, which is your quote unquote heart chakra, and connecting with the sacral chakra, which is where your emotions and trauma lies. So, regardless of what spiritual practices or religions you follow, this is just going to be so simple for everyone to understand. Now, the heart space. Is where we are able to feel what other people are feeling. And this is the empathy portion, right? You in your heart are also led to do things that your soul wants you to do. So this is a space where we can connect with unconditional love. It's the most powerful vibration that us humans can attain ourselves to. So this is a crucial area or energy center in forming relationships in being in love, you know, all things that have to do with connecting with another, and loving yourself, and loving another person, all of this is there, now in the flip, the sacral chakra, oh, and by the way, the heart chakra is located, you know, in the center of your chest, your heart, um... And the sacral chakra is found, I want to say, like, a little bit below the navel. Some people say a little bit below or a little bit higher. Um, It depends on what you ascribe to. However, this is the area um, of creativity, you know, of passion, of emotional, like, trauma is is stored in your hips. It's stored here. And this is also, like, where the gut feelings would come from. So this is a really important area. Space, you know, for artists like myself, um, clearing this or block or, or, or dealing with the blockages or anything like that will impact and does impact relationships one hundred percent fully because this is also the energy space where your sensuality and sexuality is really governed. So you have to really heal and um, tune into this space to understand how this works for you. Now, I'm not you, so you have to know what and how these show up in your life. And so with that little background, connecting with these two spaces allows for a complete body connection, okay, of understanding, love, relationships, relationships. Sexuality, because you know, these play into our relationships, more specifically, intimate relationships with a partner, and for the sake of the song, you know, can't believe is tuning into both of these. You're feeling the anguish, the sadness, because you're able to empathize from your heart space about what they're going through and how you'd even feel with this sacral chakra if that was to happen to you. You're feeling And connecting the different energy points of your body. Through this audio experience. Through the passion that they were singing. And probably whatever specific personal instances that they went through to inspire this song. It's coming through you. That's powerful. That's powerful. And I think that this also ties into... Listening to certain music, you know? Because this does and will affect our mind and all of our energy centers. I think it's important to listen to songs like these that kind of tug on your heartstrings or your, your flow of emotions. Because it lets you realize that you're so dynamic. It lets you realize that other people are going through shit. And you need to be understanding of if you were in that situation. You need to understand that not everyone experiences emotion the same. You need to understand that people are ruled by emotions a lot of the time. And like I said, as a water sign dominant of my main three, like, I am ruled by emotions a lot of the time, and controlling them is hard. So, you know, listening to songs like these, if you're not like that, listening to songs like Can't Believe helps you tune into that. It helps you strengthen that muscle of empathy and feeling and being able to be vulnerable. That's a key with with this with all three of these points made, you know, being vulnerable, being able to know and be aware of how things are affecting you emotionally. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Soul Cipher, stepping into your worth. I hope y'all got some insight for this piece. Um, It's really, really dear to my heart. Catch us in the next episode, the last episode for the season, Divine Flow. We're going to be talking about KRS-One and Poor Righteous Teachers and their Conscious Style. Peace out.